It's back for 2014, the Football Sack Podcast for Brazil. Brought to you by Banking on Football. Hello and welcome to the Football Sack Podcast. It's a live Football Sack Podcast from Riverdechi's Pizzeria in Brisbane. Hey! I'm Jack Quigley and uh, this is going to take me forever to go around the table. So I'm going to introduce uh, Christian Layla, my co-host. Hi, mate. There you go. Nice to be here. Let's start with Axel, our resident German for the day. <laughs> Hello. Yes, I'm Axel. I'm the German supporter for, for, the, for the weekend. Excellent. Uh, Sam? Hi guys, uh, Sam Murphy. Uh, I'm doing some sponsorship work for the podcast throughout the duration. Great to be here. And he's, he's earned himself a spot on the show today. He was in the studio for one show, now he's on the show. Clarky. Yeah, Clarky, it's, uh, but it's Hamez Clark. Oh yeah, Hamez yeah, Clark. For the duration of the world. It, it was, it was uh, Gimbinho for the first <laughs> yeah, part yeah, of the tournament. Yeah, I dropped Gimbinho, but <laughs> yeah, I'll, get, uh, I'll get straight on to Hamez. He was so ashamed of the way Brazil yeah. uh, kicked uh, his namesake around the park that he Absolutely. renamed himself Hamez Clark. Oh, and oh. Christian's just thrown beer at everybody. <laughs> First defensive ever on the podcast. Team shout. Um, That's worse than Brazilian defense. Yeah. Um, I was trying not to get the. That was good. All right. And welcome back to a slightly wet WhatsApp podcast. Uh, we'll be add, added some injury time on the end of that. Uh, that sound you heard was Christian Leyland knocking a beer all over everything. Uh, so we'll pick up where we left off, which uh, I believe Dan was your turn to Yeah, my name's Dan Colasimone. I'm, I'm Australian, but I'm the Argentina representative here today, I think. Um, yeah, I write, I write about Argentinian football as well as Australian football and various other sports. So Great. I've, I've lived over in Argentina for about seven years and just got back to Australia about a year and a half ago. Beautiful. Well, we'll get more of your, your story in the, the preview of the final. Sure. And uh, Tommy, would you? Yeah, I'm Tom Greenard. I uh, do touchline and occasional match calling for ABC Grandstand in the A-League. Top of the show. How, how excited are we all for the third fourth playoff tomorrow? It's This is why we're here, doing a live show on the eve of the big game. This is what the World Cup's all about, isn't it? Dead rubbers, is people tomorrow, make more money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is there a game? Yeah, but you ask me sarcastically if it's tomorrow, I genuinely don't know. I assume it is, because it would be weird if they played it after the final. Um, but yeah, any thoughts on, on the, the playoff, like, guys? It's a draw, it's a bit like kissing your sister, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. can you explain why that would be? No, because I didn't kiss my sister. Maybe because if you close your eyes, I mean, it's a football game, so it should technically still be enjoyable, but it's just a little bit wrong. Yeah, you know, you shouldn't be doing it, yeah. is maybe what you were talking about. Yeah. Nobody wants to win it, nobody wants to lose it, nobody cares about it. No. You know, you have some great sympathy with what Louis Van Gaal has said you know there shouldn't be this game and actually if they got rid of it out of the World Cup I'd be happy I wouldn't be surprised if they do maybe next time but yeah. can anyone, we were just talking about it before can anyone remember the score last time in this game no we, we you mentioned that and we probably could have googled it before we started yeah. recording but we didn't uh, we did work <laughs> out that it was Germany against Uruguay yeah. though. that, that kind fun. of proves that you know yeah. no, nobody was really going to know what happens okay. you the thing is though I mean, people say this every World Cup they go it won't be here next year because it's useless and such but it's the money factor for it's another full stadium with television rights. Yeah, another million people in each country is watching it. It's something they're not going to kick out because it's there. It's already in Granada. They have to introduce it yeah. and it brings them the fun. It, it's more people paying $700 a, a ticket, uh, which I don't know if you saw, but uh, some Brazil fans for their semi-final had $660 they'd pay for tickets that didn't exist oh. uh, Yeah, in the, in the stadium. So I'd, I've done that for a game at Suncorp before. Got there and my seats didn't exist, but I think oh. my tickets were like 15 bucks. So. I knew there might be a few. And there was a few seats. empty seats as well, yeah. So I just sat in the nearest seat. So that was fine. There'll be spare seats with this one as well, I guess. It'll be interesting to see if Brazil gets any supporters turning up for them after the way they play. Yeah, it's uh, they've turned on them big time, mm. haven't they? Yeah. It's good to see FIFA supporting scalpers, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're, the, they're the hard and sort of the hard-working guys of, of the World Cup. So, yeah. Excellent. Uh, we're just having some pizza delivered to the table, which is... Everyone's sort of distracted from momentarily. Okay. Oh, Look at that. Thank you very That's much. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. So, during the podcast, we talked about these made long pizzas, and now there's actually one in front of us, and it's, uh, it's quite intimidating. It's very intimidating. Yeah. See, I, I think we joked about trying to take one on. I'm glad that I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> Could have stopped some of those German goals. It's got more mobility than David Luth and... Uh, yeah, David Luiz, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Uh, it, it turns faster than Per Metzsucker as well. <laughs> um, although milk turns quicker than Per Metzsucker as well. But yeah, a big um, thank you to Rivadechi Pizzeria for uh, supplying both the venue and this uh, wonderful meal for us. Absolutely. So, uh, 
Obviously, I, first of all, we, we'll talk about the third fourth playoff and a positive reason to watch it. It usually provides goals because both teams uh, don't really care. It tends to be about who can score. Uh, I think, Dan, did you mention it's good for top scorers? Yeah, I mean, it's always a good pick to... Anyone who's going for a golden boot? You know, the team is going to finish third or fourth because, yeah, they, they, by, by the time they reach the semis, they've got a few goals and then there's, there's always goals in this game. So one of the guys there could, you know, stake a claim for a top scorer. And, of course, it's a, another chance to watch the jogger Benito of the Netherlands go around at this tournament. <laughs> which is I'm sure everybody's excited for I think it will actually like genuinely be interesting to see the, the mental state of Brazil um, to see if they've completely lost the plot or if they're going to kind of I think they'll make a few changes but it'll be interesting to see whether they you know whether they get flogged again or I sort of felt like Brazil lost the plot a bit before kickoff of their semi-final I don't know about you I thought the whole Neymar thing yeah, kind of got yeah, a bit yeah, too yeah, big yeah, yeah. Jersey. Um, it was too much uh, it was yeah. I think carrying the jersey out before kickoff you know he's not dead yeah. uh, he'll play at another World Cup I don't know, I thought it was overkill. Absolutely, I mean, yes, he's their best player at the tournament, yes, the host rested on him at a home World Cup, well, he said, he hasn't died, he hasn't lost his legs, he doesn't have cancer, he's a player who's been injured for a tournament. Yeah. You know, if he went paralytic, fair enough. I mean, it's uh, absolutely. If, if he went paralytic, or if he became <laughs> paraplegic, which, which <laughs> of those two are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's been ruled out with drunkenness. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just feeling sorry for all drunk people did my mishap earlier. Uh, uh, being drunk has ruled me out of several World Cups, actually. Uh, so I know the pain he's in. I think uh, this does highlight, though, the, the problem of overinvesting yourself emotionally yeah. in one player, and it, it, it spoke volumes, didn't it? That he gave this tearful address on television. And everybody knew that actually he was much more crucial to their hopes than, than he ought to be. And now he's not there. Although obviously they miss Thiago Silva even more at the back. Oh, yeah, well that's obviously the, the big one. But I, I agree. I thought they built themselves up so much to do, to do it for Neymar that it actually backfired. I'm more upset because I took him as golden boots scorer. So once, once he's gone, I'm done and dusted. I had uh, Cristiano Ronaldo as my goal before the tournament. So. More responsible. <laughs> yes. so, uh, what, what this tournament actually proved but he was actually lying last year because he can't do it in hot places. Yes. Well, was it last year or last World, oh, Cup? Last World Cup? Yeah, the right. Castro uh, ad that Ronaldo yeah, did. Good engineering. Yeah, yeah the good engineering. Uh, he just puts that stuff in his hair now. That's the only <laughs> thing he does. Uh, and so also on the Netherlands, before we move on, did anyone see the video of Ron Vlaar's penalty almost going in? Yes. That was amazing, wasn't it? It's. Uh, have we all seen the, the clip of the Saudi Arabian League where the guy saves a penalty in the shootout and he gets up and walks away celebrating yes, but yes. the spin on the yeah, ball right. takes it in yeah. the penalty for Ron Vlaar came agonisingly close it stopped on the line uh, it bounced back off uh, Romero uh, it almost hits Vlaar but he stepped out of the way of it and good thing he did it spun back Romero was off celebrating and it stopped if one more rotation it was a goal oh which is incredible uh, and it was only on fan footage uh, people had taken on their videos that you saw it because TV had cut away to obviously well, cover course, the, the yeah. celebrations well it was on fan footage for his first discovered. Once they realised what happened the TV companies then brought out their footage on the still cameras and you saw it. And it's nice to see this sneaky little look between the taker and the referee and they just the referee's like, yeah, yeah, I know I'm but it just stops. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just stops agonising the Christ and that would have changed the whole the whole mentality of the shootout. Would have, yes, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, yeah, very interesting. So, uh, message to keepers out there, Clarky. It's not over till it's over. Keep your eyes <laughs> yeah. at all times. Don't ever switch off for a second until that ball's dead and buried. So. Yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. amazing to think that people would do that. I'm surprised flowering there has been a hashtag flowering. <laughs> yeah. Turn to a verb. Yeah. yeah. Right. To blah. To, 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 to blah. To almost blah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's so it. It's sort of like Ben Halloran to almost be a Cordy World Cup player. Yeah. I always love Ben Halloran, eh? <laughs> He uh, frustrated us greatly during the World Cup. Uh, I feel like I could have contributed just as much to Australia's course. Uh, I, too, can talk about my blistering pace that I don't possess. Um, so, if it's good enough for him to get in the squad, I don't know why it's not good enough for me. Let's talk about the golden ball. Uh, nominees and Golden Glove, Clarky. I know you're very keen to talk about that. That's the, Glove, the big yeah. award, as well, you like to call me, it. It's, it's a bigger award, yeah. to be frank. But uh, the Golden Ball... Who's nominated? Got, we've got Hummels from Germany, Cruz from Germany, Lahm, I love Lahm from Germany, uh, Muller, uh, Thomas Muller from Germany, Angel Di Maria from Argentina, Mascherano, who's... Jack's a huge fan of Mascherano. I am, yes. Uh, we've got Lionel Messi from Argentina, Neymar from Brazil... 
his broken back. And uh, Arjun Robin from the Netherlands and uh, Rodriguez. James Rodriguez. How long does a shortlist have to be before it's technically not a shortlist anymore? It's just a list. Yeah, yeah that's that's getting list. up there, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. The interesting thing about that was no player from the EPL in that list. Is not, that so? Not one single player yeah. from the EPL. That is okay, a very I'll good call Ron Vlaar. There you go. Ron oh. Vlaar. Has he got balls or what? Nobody wanted to take that first Dutch penalty. No. And the man stood up. It nearly went in, as yeah. we've just been chatting about. I, I thought that took a lot of guts. Oh, yeah. big time. You know, yeah. And he had a tremendous game, I think, in the semi-final. I think that was the reasoning for getting to take the penalty. Because, of course, there was the controversy about the two Dutch players turning down the chance to yeah. go first. And apparently Van Gaal's mentality was, well, Vlaar's on top of the world. He's kept Messi and Higuain quiet for an entire game. So he's probably going to step up. Exactly. And if we just don't take ability per se, but players playing above themselves, I think Ron Vlaar's got a good case for yes. being one of the players of the tournament. Oh, playing above himself, yeah, massively. <laughs> Absolutely, because I've seen him play for Villa and he's not that good. There you go. Um, I so knew when I took Wes Snyder, the first goal scorer, something... I had that bet too. Something yeah. horrendous was going to happen, and it did. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, so many near misses in that semi-final, and now missing that penalty, it's, yeah, it's, so, it's bound to happen. Let, let's go through the uh, the nominees one by one, and we'll, we'll talk about whether or not if anyone's got anything to throw in about one particular player, if they'd like to make them their, their lock-in for the week or shoe-in for the week. So the first one's Hummels. That's Hummels from Germany. So, uh, Axel, let's get your your views on this. He's, he's had a strong tournament. I mean, he's been he's been a goal scorer. I think in one of the first matches. Uh, he's he's probably played better than than expected in, in this uh, in this cup. He was, I think, uh, he had a, had a flu or something uh, in the second match as well and, and couldn't play. So he's come back from that and and really become a, a, a key pivotal player for them again. So I think he's he's certainly had a good World Cup. I'm not quite sure if that's good enough to get yeah, the golden that, boot. That's, but, that's uh, my sort of thinking yeah. as well. Good World Cup, yeah. but uh, maybe a, a World Cup winner. But I don't think he's been the best player we've, we've seen. Any any other thoughts on, on Hummels? No, as a defender, you need to have a really good World Cup. Mm. Yeah. I like Cannavaro. Yeah, well, yeah you need a Cannavaro or sort of like Spain last World Cup where they conceded like two goals or whatever mm. it was. Yeah. You, you need that sort of record. So, uh, you know, two goals against uh, Ghana they shipped, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, Although that was the match that he didn't play. So, uh, oh, well, there you go. Well, that, well his, his stats probably better yes, than I've really. made him out to be. So, uh, Hummels, yeah, are we all saying probably not our pick probably here not. at the table? No, no, it's probably more a courtesy inclusion for a good World Cup. Yes, for mm. sure. Uh, and He's the designated... Uh Defender. <laughs> is he the only defender in the list? I would feel alarmed. He's been playing in central midfield, but let's be honest, he's, he's a right back. Yeah. Yeah. I think Germany yeah. looked better since he's gone to right yes, back. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and obviously, he's the captain as well. So for that, he, I guess he gets. That's yeah. he's the Disney, the captain perhaps in the list as well, I suppose. Yes, along with Messi. So, uh, so in, in saying that, that he's the, the designated captain in the list, is, is that us saying that he's, he's probably also not the, the candidate for the best player in the tournament? He's not been the most flamboyant player no. of, of, of the cup. That's for sure. No. He's not. He certainly didn't get any goals, as far as I remember. So, uh, but is that know. how we? Is that the? I mean, the scale, uh, what's the word? I'm mean, criteria is probably a better word because yeah. obviously you mentioned Cannavaro from 2006. Yeah. So if it was about flair, yeah. uh, Cannavaro probably doesn't win that award. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't think uh, I love who. Yeah, best hair. Have to go to I think Pilo just wins best hair in the world, yeah. not just in the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, Van Persie, possibly. Van Persie, yeah, Van Persie had a few hair issues going. It's normally quite okay. well. I like the fact it was a bit out of place. It looked like he was working hard. Kind of cowling. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, Christopher Ray, right. the kiss curl. Yeah, yeah, it's the kiss curl exactly, and a, a bit of a tinge of grey around the That's sides as well. well. That probably explains how he managed to reach that head of that. Yeah. Yes, yes, with his Superman uh, ability to fly. Um, quickly took his glasses off. And, uh, <laughs> the next one on the list is Cruz from Germany. Another German. We've got four Germans on the list. So Cruz. Got a, got a goal or two against Brazil. I think. Yeah. He played, he, particularly in the Brazil game, he played fantastically well. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so, so well, yes, everyone got but, a goal. I think. But yes, I was waiting for Manuel Neuer to be push up. That's right, exactly. Yeah. And all the great performance, of course, was was one of the best players I think on the yeah. field as well. So for that alone, he, he he certainly stood out there. And if he has a maybe if he has a good final, he might be might be in there with a with a chance. Yeah. Yes, uh, I think so. I uh, got Lam. I think we talked about Lam briefly. Yeah. Yeah. We don't like him. Now, Muller, like, he's... I think he's a, 
He's probably one of the favourites. I, I think he's yeah. my favourite. Yeah, really. I just think Germany are a bit like Spain last time around, where everyone's kind of played quite well. Yeah, not stand out. Yeah, no stand out. Like you, you yeah. kind of take take votes off each other. Who was the last? It was uh, Forlan last. Thiago Forlan. That's right. We did a quiz in the studio before our podcast the other day. Christian dug up the uh, top scorer golden uh, ball, uh, golden glove winner, and young player from the last four. Oh, we, we, we went back to the USA '94. They all got good hair. <laughs> it seems to be a pattern. Uh, yeah, well, Schneider doesn't have a lot of hair, but I think he he. Oh no, he was man of the match in the final. That's right. I thought he. Well, I got that one wrong in the quiz. Uh, let, we're off topic. Let's talk about uh, Muller, shall we? Uh, Muller, yeah. So yeah, no fair point, uh, Dan. If you're talking about that, so you, he's almost like an Iniesta, Xavi yeah, piece yeah, of the exactly. puzzle kind of player as Although, opposed to a star. Yeah, wouldn't he be the German player? Probably the standout German player, maybe. So he would be, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's certainly greatly if he wasn't there but for me I'm with Dan on this I think the Germans are are the epitome of the work team in this tournament and to a man they're playing you know eight and a half nine out of ten but nobody's been absolutely sensational possibly because they don't need to be because they're all playing so well for each other possibly with the exception of Neuer with the Neuer who has, Neuer's has, not has, on that that's list. a that's good point that's, 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 that's my yeah. bonus yeah. attention yeah. So, so obviously a goalkeeper Clark what's your opinion why don't goalkeepers get the uh, recognition they deserve oh mate how long have you got <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got 23 hours Sorry, left on the podcast. having said that before you jump in we did uh, see uh, one of the guests I got right in that quiz was uh, Oliver Kahn in 2002 mm, yes. was player of the tournament. I think the final was second in 2006. Okay, um, there you go. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, Clarky, because uh, I would definitely say Neuer Neuer's deserves to be there. He's been out of his world good. And in Germany, they've only conceded four goals this whole time. Uh, Neuer, he's, he's played like a, an extra player. Yeah. He, he, I mean, even some of his heat things, he's his heat maps, right yeah. his heat map, he's virtually playing as a, you know, a false nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other team. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, That's um, yeah he, he's a standout player, and I, I think he's, there was question marks over his form and everything, but he's, he's stepped up in another notch again. He, he had a shoulder injury just before the World yeah. Cup too, and he obviously got know. through that. He so. yeah. No, that's right, and you saw that in the Brazil game when it was game over, and he's still making fantastic saves, not letting anything get past him. You know, that's, that's the mark of a guy who's going Right yeah. Yeah. Clarky, your thoughts on uh, what you would have said to Mesut Ozil after he scoffed the chance to make it 8-0 and then you conceded. Well, yeah, I was, was spewing because I had eight, I picked the margin 8-0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, that was an absolute sitter and, you know, as an Arsenal player, I, you just got all goo-goo-eyed, I think, with the keeper and uh, it just didn't happen for him. And, and of course, Oscar went down and, you know, stuffed up Neuer's chances of getting a clean sheet. So, um, and yeah, you can until Neuer was very nonplussed about the clean sheet. Annoyed. Yeah. Uh, he was annoyed, yeah. yes. Thank you, Tommy. Hey, we're away. Now, uh, the next one, and we've got Angel Di Maria, who obviously missed that game. I am um, amazed that he's in this list. Yeah, I, I, I was a bit surprised. Oh, no. I don't think he's been a real standout. I mean, in that game that he scored a goal, he did nothing pretty much throughout that entire game. And he, Messi, he got the assist off. And Messi had the assist where he scored, but um, yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he warrants being in that list. All right, I'll, I'll be a real contrarian here. I, yeah, I think I think he makes Argentina nowhere near as one-dimensional as they are without. Him. And look, if he doesn't play in the final, it'll be a sadder occasion for it. You know, we don't know if he's going to be fit yet, but I think he gives them width and pace and the ability to to, to attack on the counter like they don't have with it when he's not there. I I 100% agree with that, but he's a player of the tournament for um, this material for that. Possibly not. Argentina, but yeah, he's, he's, he's an important yeah. linchpin, but I don't think he's yeah, yeah, standout players. Uh, yeah, traditionally he has been extremely important, and he, and he has been important in this World Cup, but uh, yeah, he hasn't had his best World Cup. Like uh, he has been quite quiet in a lot of the games. And um, yeah, that game you were talking about, he he was yeah he gave the ball away a ridiculous amount of times, yeah. and just the fact that he has such a big engine is what helped them get the goal in the end because he's extremely valuable for that as well. Which is another thing if he's missing in the final is that just you know he can play 120 minutes at full, yeah, full yeah, speed. Yeah, he does work well with Messi. So uh, are we are we judging him? Do you think perhaps on his phenomenal performance Royal, Royal yeah. in the Champions yeah. League yeah. final where he was the best player on the on the pitch? Had a great season, yeah, as well. You know, and then you know if you judge everything by that yardstick, you, you know, you, okay, I can see he probably isn't the player of the tournament, you know, on that on those on that criterion, but a pretty good tournament for me. Yeah, uh, Mascherano. Yeah, now I'll, I'll chime in here. Favorite. I, I've gone on record and saying I think Javier Mascherano is probably my favourite player in the world. Uh, now this is 
Brit- so late like your bias get in the way, Jack. No, and this is my bias is that I'm a West Ham fan, and I saw him play for us. So I saw Carlos Tevez make his debut for West Ham, which is a sentence you just shouldn't ever say. <laughs> uh, and I saw Javier Mascherano play. I think it was against Reading uh, in a in a dour one nil loss um, in the wet. And then Hayden Mullins kept him out of the team for the rest of the season until he went to Liverpool. <laughs> um, so, but you could just see then that uh, he was running around. He did a lot of work, but couldn't quite settle. And then he goes to a team like Liverpool, who used him exactly how he should have been used and then obviously Barcelona uh, well Barcelona have used him pretty much everywhere yeah. around the park but I, I just think he's the epitome of the 110% yeah. man and uh, Clarky I think did you mention that he, his injury in, in the tackle or was it you uh, that, that was me yeah, yeah. Um, there's a saying in Argentina like uh, rompiendo el culo like breaking your ass with a team and literally that's what he did in the uh, yeah he, uh, he ripped his anus uh, when he was making, <laughs> making a tackle I think it was that one at the end where he it was an amazing tackle you, you would have seen that well we've it. successfully we got I mean, it's podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about that tackle on our show the other day because mm. uh, I think we went through and showed the highlight a few times and I pointed out to Christian where he come from to yep. make the tackle because Robin plays the one two but before Robin's even played the, the first pass of the one two Mascherano is behind Robin can see it happening and gets on his bike and gets there in the nick of time for me it was just a, a the most brilliant piece of defensive midfield oh, screening he's, you'll he's been absolutely sensational because yeah. he has that uh, he's very tactically astute and he, he kind of hurts players away from, from danger and he he's a tough tackler as well yes. and he's like there's a, there's another great photo of him standing against uh, two Dutch players Delaney and I think uh, I can't remember the other one but yeah these massive guys in front of him just kind of fronting up to them so he's kind of the Argentina's driving force from midfield but he's yeah his, his time at Barcelona has made him a, an excellent passer as well so he's one of the top passers of the tournament I think he's made the most passes so he's doing that defensive cover and he's a you know he's, he's a hub a deep lying hub for Argentina he's, he's been sensational I think what I love about that tackle is he came from so far away he actually busted his ass. Busted his ass. <laughs> yeah that's well put but uh, what you say about um, shepherding defenders away if you watch Javier Mascherano the amount of times that he's actually out on the touchline yeah. uh, stopping crosses coming in and things like that he doesn't he's not all about last minute sort of ta- uh, tackles from behind and knock, knock the ball away as a bloke shooting he just reads the play he knows where it's going to go before it goes there he's wonderful to watch and the fact that he's now so good on the ball as well is, it just makes him yeah, complete yeah. complete, complete so, defensive midfield yeah I, I think personally sort of more of a captain than Messi really in yeah the he is he's kind of the I mean Messi leads by by example but Mascherano is kind of the heart and soul of the team yeah. you think the final's going to decide this winner that's probably, probably a good shout to be honest yeah because in the past they voted for it before the final have they really? Yeah, because remember when Zidane won it, um, it was quite a bit of controversy because, you know, he, yeah, he, he got yeah. you know, <coughs> sent off in the final. Yeah. Right, excellent. Well, um, so if we're saying it's going to come down in the final, that means that Hamas has no chance, according to our opinion? Yes, that would, that would be harsh. Yeah, that would be harsh because, you know, I've, I've taken his name. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, he's going to be the fan's choice, the yeah. fan's favourite Yeah, oh, so, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll go on record as saying, saying Mascherano's mine. Yes. Uh, but, but having said that, I don't think he'll win it because he's a defensive midfielder and that's quite rare that that position would win this sort of award but that's, that's my shout go Mascherano we move on to Lionel Messi yes so what's everyone's thoughts on Messi but he had gra- wins he gets the award yes yes oh, that's probably true if you look at two of the group games you know he, he won them on his own didn't he with, with fantastic winners against Bosnia and Iran so that you know, the fact Grant. that the fact yeah. that he he was shepherded so tightly by the Dutch in the semi that he didn't get one touch on the ball in the in the opposition penalty area just shows you how much respect and he had and you know how careful the people are being around him. If he gets a little bit of freedom, yeah, on, I mean, on Monday morning, realistically, realistically, the Netherlands sacrificed scoring. To make sure Messi didn't score. Correct. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was the crux of it. If they didn't have Messi on the side, Netherlands wouldn't have attacked as per usual. So, uh, uh, Tommy, you mentioned uh, the goal against Bosnia, yeah. uh, the goal against Iran, obviously, in the last yeah. minute. I believe he scored a free kick against Nigeria as well. Yeah, two goals, yeah. Yeah, two goals in that game. Uh, obviously, made the goal. Uh, yeah, because made the match in those first four games. So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got some votes. There. So, uh, yeah, 100% think he, he hasn't is. just done it on his own. He's been a real team player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately, this World Cup is going to define. Messi, I think, because everyone has said, oh, he won't be a, a, a true champion if he doesn't win a World Cup. Um, but I, I think he's proved that even before the final, I think he's 
what a sort of fiery. I mean, it's a nonsense statement, not from you, but from people who say that. It's yeah, an absolutely it is. nonsense statement, yeah. and, and people try and compare him with Ronaldo on that basis. And that, you know, look what's happened to Ronaldo. You know, he can't carry a team, can he? So. No. And, and it's like saying, so if Messi doesn't want to come, he's, he's not a champion player. So that means what George Best was a Sunday league player. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or Croy for yeah. But, and and the, I think the criticism is very unfair on Argentina that they rely on him. I mean, if you have the best player in your world in the world in your team, yeah. yeah. You're going to want to try and give the ball to him a lot. I think Sabella has said that. He said, well, yes, um, obviously. He's, yeah, he's the best player in the world. Yeah, yeah, do you want to pretend he's yeah. not great yeah. and try and do it without him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, so, yeah, brilliant. I, I just like, hope he gets a chance to showcase half of what he's capable of on, in the final. If he plays, you know, much a bit further up the pitch, he was too deep, wasn't he, against Holland? And you know, because they were they were sitting black and playing six three one, as somebody described it earlier. Yeah. You think we would we would have seen a better final if the Dutch were there? Because we've got the two best attacking teams. Or do you think this? Um, I would have liked to have seen some Dutch revenge, but my partner's after Dutch. So oh, nineteen seventy four. So yeah, I'm biased. <laughs> I don't think the semi final would have been as bad a game if we'd had an early goal and. The, the Dutch yeah. had to come out yeah, right. uh, because counter-attacking we can, we've said they're deadly they're yeah. fantastic to watch as we saw in that Spain game uh, the problem was we just never got that goal that forced them to, to abandon their tactics now the next one we've got is Neymar Neymar Jr uh, so what, what's everyone's thoughts on Neymar do you think oh, I guess the injury is going to probably end his, end his hopes and also that that terrible loss. I don't think he was anywhere near player of the tournament no. before he hurt himself. I don't think Brazil so. overall really showed their might. I don't think they really got out of third or fourth gear, to be honest, in, this, in that whole tournament. Well, the Colombia game was what said to me that Neymar you know, wasn't quite up in the you know, top echelons of player of the tournament because he didn't win that game for them, did he, really? I mean, he was pretty quiet. Well, he, he hasn't been Brazil's best player no. in this tournament. Thiago Silva has been. Yeah, well, so, to not, for him to be in that list and for Thiago Silva not to be is alarming. Yeah, and I, I said, someone said, oh, you know, well, they win without Neymar. I said, well, they'll lose without Silva. Yeah. I thought Silva was more so a bigger loss to that yeah. team. The Neymar approved that, like from the, the, the opening whistle. That yeah, when David Luiz is your other centre back, then you need somebody like Silva. <laughs> yeah, there, absolutely. You, you yeah. just always ask the question, don't you? How would they fare without him? You, you pull Mascherano out of Argentina, you know, then it'd be a rabble. The, yeah. yeah, you pull Neymar out of Brazil. Well, you know, they lose something up front, but yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, that's right. And look, let's be honest, Fred is dynamite. How is he not on the list? Yeah, you back him up next to Joe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, a real two mates at a bar. It's Joe a, and Fred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's a real slap in the face if you played this tournament and didn't make the forty-eight man shortlist that we've got here uh, for this award. Uh, are we almost? How many have we yeah, got? We've got two, two to go. Yeah, uh, we got Arthur Robin, two part from Netherlands. Uh, so Robin, the serial diver. Uh, He's a good chat. I think he is. Yeah, yeah, he has had a very good time. He is. Anyone want to add any more? Probably well, not, not really. It, I mean, uh, just the, if anything, the, he's the histrionics and the, the theatrics have just tainted it slightly, you know, because he's a, so, such a good player. He doesn't need to do it. He doesn't need to do it, but he's been, that aside, he's been he's been sensational. Well, let, let's ask Axel, who sees him play in Germany uh, for, for Bayern Munich. We're, we're a club that don't support, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you get the same, obviously, in the Bundesliga as well, much the same way. So uh, um, I, I think the, the big question is whether any of the diving will count against him. I mean, he's clearly a, a, a fantastic player. There's no doubt about that. And he gets the goals, he gets through, he, he, he torments defences, clearly. I mean, all of that's there, but he doesn't does do the diving and that's very very obvious and it's become very very obvious in in this World Cup as well uh, in fact I saw the other day on Twitter there was someone in Mexico who built a, a an Aryan Robin piñata uh, all in all in orange and everything it's just a wonderful really? image wow. yeah. and uh, so he's not he's not particularly popular I think with the, with the footballing crowd necessarily do you, do you have to hit the piñata before the, the candy comes yes, out absolutely. oh that's, okay that's, well, that's, that's it's not quite idea. accurate that's the whole idea <laughs> yes, but, uh, you, just have to, you just have to attempt to hit the yeah. piñata but he says it sways out of the way and then drops exactly, off yeah. the ceiling yeah it's, it's in the shape of his diving pools which is sort of that you know, really? dying spawn kind of thing so yeah. <laughs> yeah. he'd be more of a favourite if he hadn't come out and admitted that he was a serious 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, precisely. So I think that will count against him, and that may be what keeps him from the I, I, I think the fact that Neymar is on this list shows that image, player image, plays a part in who gets on this list. So if, if that is the case, then I don't think someone like Robin is going to win. Yeah. Well, apparently Frank Ribery was also on the list, and I had to cut him out of the tournament. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Scarred for life. Yeah, uh, the last one, but not least, is James Rodriguez from Columbia. I think, I think everyone has... Oh, well, Colombia for starters. Everyone's just jumped on board with Colombia. They're, they're a great team to watch, if not for their, you know, post-goal dancing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, James would have to be up there. As, yeah, know. I think he's my second favourite after yeah. Messi. Yeah, um, yeah for me, he scored obviously, arguably, the goal of the, the tournament. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. in just a moment. Yeah. If James wins it, I will high-five the next person I see after hearing about it. Yeah. I'd, I'd be pretty happy. I'm a huge Messi fan, but I'd be happy well, if Hamez won. This is when we start talking about when are we, are we judging this by the player who helps his team win the tournament, or is it the best the player who in the games that he played had the best tournament? Well, Brazil had to kick lumps out and keep him quiet. Yeah. And he still won a penalty and scored it, and I think he won it anyway, but he scored it. And it just speaks volumes that there's this kid that, you know, everybody thought was playing second fiddle for Falcao till he didn't make the tournament, and... Bingo, bongo, bango, he's... It's felt. He's, 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 yeah, exactly. And just a proper South American old school number 10. It's just great to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I enjoyed watching him. I'd be surprised if he won it, but I'd be very happy if he won it. So that's our shortlist. He's the people's, people's choice, isn't the, it? The, yeah, I, I would say that. <laughs> yeah. Certainly the Colombian people's choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, show of hands uh, here. We, we, we've sort of got a shortlist of uh, Messi, show of hands. Yeah, we've got two, sort of two and a half, three, no, I was, maybe. There was a fly. I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, I'm on Hamid. Yeah, I'm yeah, going on Hamid too. Oh, we've got three and three. Okay, righto. And uh, yeah, my Mascherano has been shouted down. Uh, but that's fine. I sort of expected that. So Messi or uh, Rodriguez, judging by what we've won here. So get on Neymar, judging by our predictions so far <laughs> Let's talk about the goal of the tournament. Uh, we had uh, Nick Lynch from the Age this morning uh, did a bit of clickbait uh, journalism <laughs> by putting out an article saying that. Rodriguez's was better. The, the giveaway for me, as uh, Kat Caravella, as Anna's wife pointed out, was the, the headline. So, sorry, Timmy, but you're number two. Now, that shows me that he's only doing it to get people to read the article. Does anyone here genuinely think Rodriguez's goal is better than Cahill? Yep. You do? I do. Talk us through it, Tom. Well... <laughs> Well, I'm not Australian, so I'm allowed yeah, to be right, Australian, yeah, so that's fine. You're impartial. Well, look, Timmy's goal was brilliant. It's a, it's, it's a ball over from the right, and he watches all the way and then volleys him with his left foot. But I think, for me, what made Rodriguez's goal stand out, I think it was the goal, it was the goal against Uruguay, wasn't it, in, yeah, the, in the last 16, is that he took it on his chest with, a, with his back to goal and, and had and also looked around, he had the awareness to look and see where the keeper was, where the nearest defender was, and it was that turn, swivel and volley. So it's not just one skill, which is hitting the ball sweetly from a, from a ball over. It's, it's, it's three combined, plus the awareness of seeing where the keeper is. Plus so it's smacked in off the crossbar. Exactly, well, exactly. Always makes I, mean, I, 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 I can make a case for Van Persie's diving header against Spain as well, because I think people underestimate you know, the difficulty it, of that. It's a shame, yeah. You know, that was a fantastic goal. It's definitely in my top three. Oh, yeah. yeah so, sure. But, uh, but I, I like Hammers more than them. Uh, so. uh, well, I'll come in with a counter-argument, uh, which is, and we've discussed this before, my, my criteria by how, how you judge how good a goal is, is with that same player in the same situation, how many times do you have to do it again before he can do it again? Uh, or, or for a player of similar ability. So let's not say that he fluked it. I just think that, I think some someone put on Twitter this morning to me saying, yes, but Rodriguez had his back to goal uh, and turn. My, I said, well, yes, but he's had a touch to control it, so the ball's not travelling as fast, and he's on his preferred foot. Uh, Cahill, wrong foot, uh, obviously can't have be looking at the goalkeeper because he's looking over his shoulder at where the ball's coming from. I just, I think that you need to attempt the Cahill one, almost like the Paolo Di Canio, sorry to go on to the West Ham thing again, The Paolo Di Canio's goal against Wimbledon, that was voted the, the best goal of the decade in the Premier League, you try hundreds of times before you can do that again. I think Cahill's made people have to go back as far as like Van Basten to find a similar goal, whereas Rodriguez's, whilst a spectacular goal, we do sort of see something similar to that about yeah, once a year. Yeah, but you see, Jack, on that logic, Stephen Gerrard 
Gerrard scores the best goals ever in the world ever because he hits it 99 times out of 100 and it goes flying into Rosette. <laughs> yeah. When he hits an absolute pile driver in an FA Cup final, <laughs> everybody goes, oh, what a sensational strike because he would have missed it 99 times out of 100. Don't know anything, don't know what you're talking about goals in FA Cup finals. I turned it off in the 90th minute, we're still winning that one 3 2, and I assume we won it. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, anyone else want to. Uh, so, you've got the, the two opinions. Does anyone else have an opinion before we oh, vote? I, I think sheer difficulty. Uh, Tim Cahill wins, wins that wins that vote. I call bias. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Just, yeah the man, the Socceroos show. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I'm trying to put my bias aside, and I, I think Tommy, your your shout for Van Persie. When Van Persie scored that header, I thought that that was the best goal of the tournament. I yeah. didn't think we'd get it. Top. I think that one has the unique aspect yeah. to it. Like I can't remember having seen I a goal. Never it seen a goal so early in the tournament that we quickly forget it. Uh, well, we all forgot it. Yeah, we all forgot about it by the end of that game. Yeah. Because of the result, but yeah, what you say there, Dan, is uh, I, I've never seen uh, someone latch onto a ball that long and chip the keeper yeah. with the header. Yeah, that was pretty special. Um, I think that might get it actually, just for that reason, because yeah. it's something it's unique. I and, wouldn't be yeah. upset. And whether so you'll exactly. see that again, yeah. that sort of goal again, like you'll see the strikes, but heading goal. It's, I mean, uh, in terms of heading goals, it's probably plus the pass as well was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Just the audacity of that header was incredible. You know, the, the safe option actually chest it down. Control it, have the shot. He just goes, no, I've got this, and mess up his hair. Yeah, what was he thinking? One goal, which I don't think he's in the round. It's because of the quality of the three shots we talked about. Won't actually be goal at all. I think it's worth mentioning. Probably could have been in previous tournaments. Was um. Jermaine Jones Jermaine Jones' yeah. strike oh, yeah. that was amazing yeah. that, that's a goal which has been forgotten you know, that in any of the past three or four tournaments will be up there in terms of is this going to be it it'll be the top three we're here because we have the quality strikes that's been forgotten about but I think it's still worth a mention absolutely yeah. uh, honourable mention there and Leo Messi's yeah he's got a couple that, up that, there that yeah. one against Iran that, that yes, was an absolute yeah. cracking the Iran game where he sort of just gave up trying to let his teammates <laughs> beat Iran and just, yeah. just, just said I'll just do it myself the, the factor that we haven't th- thrown into the, the equation here is context about doing it when it counts. You know, you, you know, we, we make the case that only the, of those goals, only Hammers' goal was in a knockout game. So, you know, the pressure was even greater than for the other two, perhaps. It's a good point, uh, um, but by that logic, is a, is a tapping in the last minute of the final the goal of the tournament because it's the most important. Yeah, I mean, what we're saying that you, you could possibly try things a little bit more audaciously when when you know that you know you don't have to win the game the and you, not, you, you can try a few things exactly. You know. yeah. it, it's, it's probably a good shout. Um, I had something else I was going to talk about, but I forgot. Oh, uh, do you want to talk about Golden Glove, mate? Oh, well, I thought you'd never ask, Jack. But yeah. um, <laughs> so we saved the best till last. Well, here, apparently, the two nominees for Golden Glove. I thought I only caught today that they only had two nominees. I thought there might have been more. Um, well, I think there's, there's no point. Is the, the reason that there's only two nominees? Certainly, there's a point. Um, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Uh, certainly, the award is is worth. Yeah. I'm saying that there's only ever going to be one winner in this tournament for this award. Yeah, we've got Sergio Romero from Argentina who. I mean, single-handedly uh, in that game, you could you could argue that uh, Vlas penalty shot wasn't wasn't that great, but he still had to save save it. Uh, and even the way he could have gone just the right in. amount of spin on it to get yeah, the stop yeah. on the line, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just just that amount of touch mm. from the just glove. the coolness not to look back. And, yeah, yeah, that's right. And he knew. And I'd have to say, Manuel doing walking away while the explosion went off behind him didn't break stride. That motorbike again, um, but yeah, Manuel Neuer, he's he's the other one, and by far I think he's he's been the standout keeper. But you, you can't. I'm very surprised that the Mexican keeper Ochoa Ochoa yeah. isn't in that list because he had an outstanding. I, I know it was in the in the group stage, but he had an we outstanding. We can't hold that against uh, a goalkeeper. No, no, he's, he's just got to do what he's yeah. he's there to do and. I'm surprised, even if he didn't win it, I think they should have just put him in, in that category. What did, uh, Make the same argument for Howard. Then. Tim Howard. Tim and Howard. That's a good shout, actually. Yeah, Costa yeah. Rican goalkeeper. Navas. Navas. Yeah, well, Navas. He's a, that's a very good shout. Well, the only CONCACAF goalkeepers had a fantastic tournament. Yeah. It, it has been, more so than any other tournament, I think the keepers have stood out in this World Cup. More so is that because any. the defences have been below par? I mean, yes, well, that's I, always the question. That, I, I mean, poor old Cesar. For example, you know, 
Oh, hello, Mum. <laughs> Tommy's mum is just going to say she's getting coffee. Yeah, um, I, I think the, the the keepers in this time, yeah, they've, they've really yeah. shined. Yeah, but let, let, let's be honest, defence has been very, very poor. It has, and then Tim Howard, they, sh- they virtually had every shot into his feet. Yeah. When, when he saved them all with his feet, hardly with his, with his hands, but it was still a, a monumental effort. Like, no Explain to me why that's, why that's different. I'm not well, you've got to ask the strikers, why were they kicking it at his feet? Because if it's low down and near him, it's, you know, harder to get down quicker, is it not? I don't I, know. I guess so. You I know? guess so. But I, I think it's just how, how it pans out in the game. But, I mean, you, you can't discount Tim Howard. I, I'm surprised they didn't put four in, you know, yeah. the Mexican and Tim Howard. Because that, yeah... It, it warranted it because they all had great tournaments. Well, I mean, they had enough players in the outfield section in, in their short list. They could have had at least, at least had three. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe they used up all their uh, positions. They only had X amount of seats to the uh, the presentation night, and they gave them all to outfield because they had to fit Neymar in. So is it down between Romero and Neuer, you were saying? Well, yeah, I, I only heard that there was two nominators. I'm surprised so Romero's made it, so just, just on one performance. One performance. I, I don't think that's a, a great call. But again, is it is it... The, the, the game and what's at stake. But the, the the, thing he has been good overall, but probably not up to the standard of some of those other guys. No, but yeah, I think yeah. Neuer is the standout because he's conceded four goals, um, and no other team's done that. And well, I, what, I, what about uh, Navas? Uh, what he conceded yeah. against Uruguay, and I think that they've was only conceded two. Overall. Yeah, the, uh, Uruguay, and in the ninetieth minute against Greece, uh, were the only two goals that he conceded all tournament. So, so uh, I think on, clean on sheets are always subjective too, because if you've got a great attacking side, which Germany have, is there? Are the keepers always called upon? Like they might mightn't be called upon, so they they don't need to make as many saves. So they come out looking really good because yeah. they haven't conceded but so many goals. But on that note, you might have looked and say they've only saved two shots the whole match. I think it's more impressive than saving That's a co- sixteen. Sixteen. A it, it shows yeah. you your defence is poor, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, uh, when uh, Norwich were relegated from the Premier League in like two thousand and six, Robert Green was the Optus Stats player of the uh, goalkeeper of the season just because he saved <laughs> so many, so so many, many. saves. Uh, because he was forced to make about 40 saves a game. He still let three of them pass him. Uh, but yeah, Norwich's defence was so bad. So yeah, interesting point that. So uh, yeah, Golden Glove, unanimous Neuer. I think Neuer yeah, get it. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's the outstanding keeper in the world, really. Like, you got... He's won the Champions League. He, yeah. You know, he's he's won the Bundesliga. Now he's potentially going to win the World Cup. So, you know, that's just speaks volumes of how, how great a keeper he is. Great. Okay, so that's the awards taken care of. Let's preview the final uh, to, to wrap it up. So we'll obviously get our, our thoughts of our resident Argentinian and, and German supporters who uh, you can't see on the podcast, but they are wearing uh, the, the team colours. So we've got uh, Dan and his Argentinian... Uh, is that a team travel jacket or something? Yeah, this is... Uh, i got this cotton, like, era. Cop America 2011, but they're kind of yeah, they're training tracksuit. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. It's quite stylish. Yeah. Uh, Axel's gone for the, the, the retro uh, Deutschland number 13 uh, red and black number. Yeah, which is the the official supporter gear they're selling over there at the moment. Is that right? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, excellent. Well, I like that. It's, yeah. it's very nice. So uh, we'll start. Uh, well, I think it's uh, it's Germany Argentina on the the match sheet. So Germany the, the home side. So Axel, we'll start with you. What, what what are the Germans going through ahead of the game? Well, the the obvious question. How they kind of come back after after the seven one uh, uh, against Brazil, and uh, of course they they may well be a little bit overconfident after that kind of game. Um, having said that, though, because they're already leading five 0 after what half an hour or so of the, of the semi, um, they've had a long time even during that game to process and to deal with it as well. So I think uh, you could see, you know, they were almost as shell shocked as the Brazilians when it was five 0 at that point, and and I think uh, they they've just as much worked through that process of working out what's going on here and, and are we actually really that good and probably answer for themselves no actually we're not the Brazilians have something to do with that scoreline as well so um, I, I think they've and everything I've seen since the game as well in, in sort of their press commentary and so on as well um, I, I think I've, they, they've responded pretty well to this uh, they've been calm they've clearly acknowledged that this is an extraordinary result that's not just all due to them being just miles above everyone else and uh, uh, they 
they've also said that well, they'll expect a much much tighter game, obviously, uh, in in the final. So my sense is they've psychologically they've dealt with it quite well. Physically is another question of how they'll recover from this now. Uh, I think Hummels had to get out and Matsaka came in in uh, at half time. So a big question of of uh, how how that plays out. Um, and uh, uh, you know, obviously, um, the big question for them will be trying to shut Messi down in in the way that the Dutch did without losing any attack you know and that's the Dutch as we've said have kind of sacrificed attack, attack for keeping Messi out in this case the Germans won't want to do that so they still want to be playing their game but also controlling Messi so that's going to be the big challenge that they'll have I think if I ask you who's going to win, you're just going to say Germany, yes. but, but justify how they're going to win. You sort of touched on it there, but, yeah. but what's going to happen if, if Germany walk away champions here? Well, for one thing, it's, it's this weird thing that Germany tend to win the World Cup every 20 years. They've won 54, <laughs> okay, 54, 74, 90, okay, they got a bit ahead of themselves. Um, and, you know, now, yeah. it's, now it's 2014, so that's, that's another generation. Every generation there is a German win, and it's, it's like clockwork. Germans like to do things in a fairly organized and, and controlled fashion, so this this works out quite well for them. And, uh, you know, yeah. so it's it's basically our time again, essentially, yeah. is what I'm saying. But um, having all of that aside, I think, uh, you know, the Argentinians clearly also will be, you know, concerned after the way that Germany played against Brazil. There's no question about that. The Argentinians will probably tell themselves they're a better team and they're not missing major star players in the same way that uh, Brazil did in, in their semi. Um, but at the same time, the Argentinians, some of them will also remember that they lost 4-0 last time around in the in the quarters. So um, that may also weigh on their minds, I think, and they'll, they'll certainly be quite concerned about Germany. They will probably sit back much more than, than, than Germany will, I think, in, in dealing with this. So uh, um, my, my sense would be that Germany will uh, play their game and uh, uh, at the same time try and keep Messi out. They'll yeah. probably get a, uh, you know, hopefully get a couple goals early on and, uh, and steady it from there. Cool. All right. Well, that's great. That's, uh, and, and prediction scoreline? I'd probably say 2-1, 3-1. 2-1, 7-1? Not quite, not quite. glasses you have at the moment at the table. Yeah. Actually, pizza just uh, dropped by us another jug of beer for yeah. us. Uh, wash down our give, lovely pizza. No. Yeah, I, Christian's not allowed to. He has to have a sippy cup for his second beer. <laughs> um, I'm considering coming up and doing every show at every Vegas Pizza in the future. Uh, Dan, rebuttal time. Uh, you must obviously be disappointed to have just heard the news that uh, it's on the calendar that Germany have to win on yeah, Monday morning. Yeah. But if, if Germany had the ability to just time the World Cup, just every four years it'd be my choice, not every 20, but maybe just too friendly. I think Italy have a similar thing. I think they, they make the final every 12 years. Uh, Is that the case? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Um, and then go out in the group stage all the other ones. Yeah, exactly. um, so, yeah, carry on. Uh, a bit hard to, re- to rebut that because I, I do think Germany will, will be favourites in the final. But in a way, I think that might suit Argentina a little bit. Um, I think they had a bit of that Brazilian thing where, like, this is our time, this is Messi's World Cup, um, we're, you know, we're destined to win it. And I, I don't think that's ever a good thing, really, to kind of... Uh, and that, that was an element of everybody leaving it up to Messi to do everything. Um, so the fact that they'll realise now that they're the underdogs in the final after seeing that 7-1. Um, so then they're going to know that they have to fight for it and, and uh, they'll probably put in a, a, a similar tactical setup and a, a similar performance as against the Dutch. Just and I think Messi will get a bit more space against the Germans because, as he said, the Germans will be more more inclined to kind of attack. And I think the Germans might back their game plan yeah. a little bit more than the Dutch. Back and theirs, and yeah. you know, rightly so. Um, so it's going to be difficult to contain them. And Mascherano is going to have to have another massive game. Um, but then, then again, there is Messi, and uh, and he's the one that could could uh, make the difference. And, and if they do win, touching on you, obviously seven years living there, if they do win, is Messi now Maradona status? I think so, yeah. Uh, there's, it's a kind of a, it's a bit of a generational thing in Argentina where you, you might speak to some, some older taxi drivers and they'll just, Maradona has become this kind of myth that is never going to, you know, there's the nostalgia factor that he's never going to be it, it, Quite often in sport players tend to get yeah. better after they retire. Yeah, that's true. Um, he's not, not warmed to by as many Argentinians. Yeah. Uh, that's a bit of a... It took them a while, but it's a bit of a... That's the kind of the narrative that I've read in a few articles. There's a, there's a, a Wright Thompson piece about how Argentinians don't really like Is this Messi. because he left Argentina? It is, yeah. So, 
because Carlos Tevez was said to be the one they wanted because he was the, the in a way but I think that's the, that's that story is a bit sort of three or four years ago I think now if you look at the the front page of the the, the sports daily which is Ole they've got categories they've got like the national team uh, the, the the league and, and like Messi's got his own category like he, he's kind of everybody realises that he's the one that's going to win them the World yes. Cup and they've realised that for quite some time um, would have helped that Tevez was actually going out with his daughter though wouldn't it no that was Aguero Aguero, Aguero. Yeah. yes that's yeah. right but um, the thing that Messi didn't have was to play for one so you know if you play for Boca or River or, or one of the major teams then you've got that fan base, base built in yeah. uh, Messi doesn't have that or he's, he's got some links with Newell's old boys where he, he came through but by this stage he's, he's been starring for the national team now for he, he was very good at the last World Cup he just didn't score uh, and then during the qualifiers he's been immense uh, when, the first time he's had a real coach in Sabella he's, he's been playing fantastic he's been the best player in almost every single game they play and the Argentinian fans realise that um, there, there, as you, you mentioned the generational thing obviously there there would be a lot of older people in Argentina who uh, Maradona is probably the best player they saw which will eventually be replaced by just people who Messi was the best exactly. player exactly um, anyone there's a sort of generation of guys who are sort of 40, 50 that, that age who Maradona is always going to be because you know he you know, obviously, he, he was doing his heroics when they were kind of young and, and, and you know enjoying football, and and now anyone kind of a bit younger than that kind of, I, I think they Mar- Maradona obviously has a lot of baggage as well, and Messi's very clean cut, and um, so yeah, I think a lot of the like, younger generation would would point to Messi as their as their hero. So the relevant original question: Why is our, why will Argentina win? And on the same note, why will Germany lose? Argentina will win because of Messi is, is, is the main reason um, and because of Sabella Sabella uh, is a very pragmatic uh, coach which they haven't had for a number of World Cups um, and he's set them up so that they can defend even without the best defenders in the world um, some of the guys who were like considered weak points before the World Cup were Sergio, Sergio Romero the goalkeeper he's, he's been great um, Mar- uh, Marcos Rojo the, the left back was considered a very weak point but he's been fantastic he's been as well excellent yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah he, uh, Sabella has done very well to bring in to, he's had the same almost same starting 11 for, for two years but he's, he's been willing to change it he's brought in Demichelis for uh, Federico Fernandez in, at the back and he's replaced Gago with Biglia who does a lot more hard work and helps out Mastodano. Uh, so, Sabella, uh, Sabella and Messi are the reasons that they're going to win. Okay, and the reasons Germany are going to lose? <coughs> uh, overconfidence. <laughs> that's all you can do. Yeah, that's all I've got. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the bus to the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, not, not a German bus. No, no that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Michael Theo. Yeah, what, what would that be? Oh, he, he missed the game. Yeah, so obviously Theo played his first game with no action. He's seven goals, got dropped by the new manager. Finally got recalled for a cup game, set through his alarm, missed the bust of the game. Oh. <laughs> yeah, his, his time at Norwich was short. Uh, I think his record still stands at uh, seven goals a game conceded. I work with a guy, um, Daniel Henley, and he's a big Norwich fan because he comes from there. And he says that people in Norwich actually say the reason that they're in the Premier League is because of Michael Theo. So it was his individual performance which got the coach sacked <laughs> to bring in the new one. Yeah, which brought Lambert in, which got the, the double promotion. Yeah, of course. Okay, uh, brilliant. So, do, do we want to go around and shoot one more thing up? Is, is the, the question of what the fans are going to do in the uh, now the, the, there will be lots of Argentinians of course in the stadium there's no question about that they'll all come over the border uh, at the same time the Brazilians who are there will, be cheering will probably Germany, be cheering no, for Germany so although they've, they've actually got a difficult choice to make because on the one hand they'll be cheering for the team that just beat them 7-1 on the other hand they, they certainly don't want to be cheering for the Argentinians so if, if they come out and if they do cheer for Germany there might be quite a noisy and, and possibly quite a balanced kind of environment as well uh, in terms of crowd support and yeah. that may also also have, have an impact on the game I think I, I can't wait personally mm. I think it's a, it's a dream final for what has been a wonderful tournament um, I, I think Germany will probably win having said that I think if Argentina does win I think I'll be very happy for them as well and, and for Messi in particular um, so should we go around the table and show hands to Germany yeah.
Yeah, it looks it's uh, it's five two in favour of uh, of Germany. It's only a uh, Hamez Clark uh, and Dan who have gone for uh, the South Americans. So we've we've had a, a late uh, addition to the, the lineup. Uh, a request to go through our dud of the tournament team. So that's Alan, what? Well, well, <laughs> uh, well, we can go down to the tournament player and team if we like, and our surprise pack into the tournament. And it can't be a surprise at how slow Ben Halloran is. Can it be a surprise that every episode of the SBS Social Club just somehow gets worse? Yeah, that's uh, no, that's, that's not a surprise. That was you could pick that pretty early on. So uh, let's just go around the, the the table, shall we? We don't have who, who wrote the note. Was this you, Carthy? Yeah, I did, mate. So you've obviously put a bit of thought in. So you oh, can start. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give us your your dud of the tournament and your surprise packet of the tournament? Dud, obviously, it has to be Spain. Like, Spain. Going into the you know, they've won the tournament. Um, yeah, they, they just didn't deliver. That first game virtually just, I think, sent them on a spiral. Um, I mean, they came out beating the Socceroos, but um, other than that, they're just very, very disappointing. And it's, yeah, it's, um, and probably my surprise pack at the time, it's got to be Costa Rica. Mm, yeah. Um, they, yeah they, I think everyone just jumped on board. Costa Rica just thought, this is great. Um, it's, just, it's great to see a tournament where a minimum nation like that can just step up. Um, and probably the glass half full side of things the Socceroos beat them in November a friendly one nil. so I'll, I'll take that to the grave we've uh, actually you know, we've beaten Costa Rica so uh, we can we can say that you know they went really a long way in the tournament but we beat them in November yeah I think we also beat the Netherlands last time we played them we did and, and Germany I think last time we, we played them as well but it's basically we're world champions oh, we're the unofficial world champions yeah. I think it's safe to assume yeah okay brilliant has anyone else got one prepared that they'd like to jump straight in I think the disappearance of studs performance from our perspective is Japan yeah I mean, it's a good shout actually yeah you know, we've obviously well, Asia in general is yeah. probably a good shout so, obviously being an age, we've played them a lot. We've seen their technical football, their movement for the ball. We've been very impressed with them whenever we come up against them or watch them playing qualifiers for the World Cup. And they came and they didn't really show much. I think, you know, the individual players, the Honda and such like that, as well as the team performances, were just a big letdown. And I was actually ready to be proud of the Asian nations we sent there so we could show that, look, we deserve some more places. We've, we are now a powerhouse. The Asian Cup is a major tournament. Unfortunately, we go back home with our tails between our legs going, all right, we're not as good as we thought we were. Cool. Uh, yeah. Surprise packet? Yeah. Oh, well, it's a Columbia, I think. Not that many people, once Falcao was ruled out, picked them and they've come here and they've not only have they surprised everyone, they've impressed everybody in terms of their style of play, not just results. Where I think Costa Rica were amazing their results, but you fall asleep watching them play. Yeah. Colombia, you smile near to win whenever they're playing. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, my, I don't know, can I say flop literally and metaphorically? Yes. Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, yeah. you've just yeah. stolen my flop of the tournament, actually. So, uh, yeah. Well, and Portugal, yeah. yeah. Portugal in general, but yeah, but I think Portugal looked to Ronaldo. Although, uh, in the same way that uh, Argentina would look to Messi and, and did not step up at all. Yeah, uh, they just didn't look quite prepared to be in that tournament. They, they got there and they just were a real rabble on the, the field. No one, yeah, there's no continuity between anyone. And I don't care whether his peers of, and fellow players have voted him best player in the world. He could take a leaf out of Messi's book about you know how to win a game properly. And I've got to throw in a, a nice surprise thing for me. Yeah. Here you go. We've mentioned Colombia and Costa Rica. I, th- I think the USA need praise. Yeah, well, you've stolen both of my things, Tommy. This is ridiculous. Are you looking at my notes? Who's got any notes? Yeah. Long lost twin. Yeah, obviously, mate. Yeah, so you've stolen <laughs> but, my, my dud and now my surprise. The way they ahead. play, dropping Donovan before the tournament, that took a lot of cojones from Clinsey. And I think that, you know, in spite of that, they, they played really well in every single game. I really enjoyed watching that. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, they tried to win, even though. Belgium were, were obviously the better side especially in the second half and, and extra time of that last 16 game but they still tried to win and still oh, yeah. tried to play attacking there's, football there's no shame in being an inferior team To you can't always be the best team but you've got to try and find a way to win and they almost did in that game well, well I think they like Australia can come out of the tournament with their heads held high that they tried to play the right way yes you know, and yeah. I, I like that yeah I found them really entertaining and I've, I've always rooted uh, against them <laughs> <laughs> US pilots yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I couldn't 
Yeah. Even yeah. Rooting like against <laughs> someone, is that some of the dry humping? Rooting against the... Yeah, same way my dog roots against my leg. Yeah. But yeah, no, I loved watching him in this, and I love, I'm in love with Dempsey. He was awesome. And if anyone hasn't seen his rap... Yeah, Deuce, he's great. Deuce Dog. I mean, the other team, just taking the European perspective, I mean, there were lots of actually European dads. There was, as we said, Spain, Portugal, Italy, England, I think Belgium were very flat. Yeah, the smaller... Some of the smaller countries were actually a lot better though, and the, the surprise for me actually has been Switzerland because mm. they mm. actually actually would have deserved to even go further. I think I think yeah. that whatever quarterfinal what, what was that, that they were in was actually quite a tight affair as well. I can't remember the details now, but uh, Switzerland actually are becoming a little bit like a mini Germany because they have such a. They've a, always kind of been a mini Germany. Yeah, but but Switzerland also the Swiss team is is such a multi-ethnic team now, which is has been a really fantastic thing for Germany you know in, in, in the German team you've got people from all over the place basically mm. um, and in the Swiss team now you have that as well you've got some some people of Albanian heritage of Turkish heritage uh, of, of African heritage and, and, and that's really gelled and that's really added something to the game that we didn't have before that Swiss, they didn't have before the Swiss could also be called the, the ultimate neutrals <laughs> <laughs> yes yes absolutely and, but you know these, these are these are these have been really really uh, great players in, in many cases they've, they've, they've They've just really performed well above expectations. I think. Yeah, and if you say the Swiss are the neutrals team, that's just talking about their fans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the ultimate fans. Yeah. Uh, all right, is anyone going more duds or, or uh, high uh, Cameroon were horrible. Yeah, but yeah, massive. Yeah. They stuck like, the other place what, big what time. Doing doing that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, Africa had a, a poor tournament yeah. as well, didn't well, they? Well, they did apart from Algeria. Algeria. Except apart from Algeria, of course. Yeah, punched above there. There's another the surprise back and forth. Yeah, yeah, there is. Slimani, I thought, was, was excellent there, their centre forward. So, okay, we should probably wrap this up because we're not going to be able to fit it on iTunes, if you know. Very true. I'd just like to. Pizza. <laughs> we almost have. We only got a couple yeah, of slots yeah. left. I would like to give a big shout out to River Nature Pizzeria. I mean, we're sitting here, we've got classic matches on the big screens, we've got the Na- World Cup Nations flags on the roof, World Cup banners all across the place. This is a real football pub. We've had great pizza, great beer. I'm, I'm just really enjoying it. This is my here. first experience of uh, a River Nature Cheese, but. I must say, if you are in Brisbane or in near Brisbane and you're a football fan, you haven't been here, uh, you're a goose and you need that's, to get here. It's fantastic. All sports, it's all it's sports, yeah. Football, yeah. Rugby, state of origin, you name it. I've come here for a few games with uh, with Parmet here. Um, yes. Yeah, fantastic yeah. atmosphere. Brilliant. Well, great Chinotto. They did the best. Sorry, Canotto. Canotto, <laughs> yeah. Best Canotto. I can imagine it must be Parmet here during Raw matches as well, just a couple, um, is, yeah. a couple blocks from Even the referees, they, they eat here. So, do uh, they really? Yeah, they do. Excellent. The referees come back here. Well, you may see uh, Ben Williams even. Yeah, he hasn't even been red card. World World Cup quarterfinal fourth official Ben Williams. Should should point out how big is his head going to be when he gets back to the A League? Yeah. Uh, Well, I'll I'll thank everybody for for being here. We'll go around the table. Axel, Christian, Tommy, Dan, James, James' son. What was your name again? Henri. Henri. That's right. Excellent. Uh, Sam and uh, Jack. Thank you to everybody uh, for turning up today. We've got one more show of the the World Cup podcast to come. Obviously, wrapping up the final on Monday afternoon but until then thanks for coming lads thanks lads enjoy the football you've been listening to the Football Sack Podcast for Brazil brought to you by Banking on Football